I'm Junie Felix, and this is Moving Forward, Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope and pray that you and I can encourage one another to walk by faith and to live out of love instead of fear more and more every day. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. That's Psalm 37. Only in returning to me and resting in me will you be saved, says our Lord. In quietness and confidence is your strength. That's Isaiah 30. Oh, and 1 Peter chapter 3. Be submissive so that if any do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by your behavior when others see the purity and reverence of your life. Your beauty should not come from outward adornment. Instead, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. That's 1 Peter 3. Now, I love having categories for all the known promises of God that I can quickly turn to depending on the situation at hand. But lately, July 2020, these beautiful scriptures that encouraged me to be gentle and as quiet as I could be, because that's not one of my strengths in the past, these beautiful verses that I used to turn to for totally other reasons, for totally different reasons, they are being recategorized July 2020 to my scriptures that hurt category, because I have been having some unexpected negative responses to scriptures like this as I've been journaling and praying through the word, getting to know God better through his word always. But I've been having some negative responses to these verses. They are now moved for now into that category of scriptures that hurt. And not because I think God is mean. No, never. He is always and only good. But for so many of us these days, oh, and I've been in conversations with and hearing from women all over the world in the last couple of months, and it is so hard lately to stay in that place of peace, that quietness and rest. It's like you hold on to it, you have it, and then it's gone. And to remain gentle and quiet when you're facing so much uncertainty and sadness and unrest, especially here in the United States, where I feel like, you know, there should be a billboard that just says, we don't know. I don't think anybody knows what's going on. And then taking it closer to the most personal deep levels, if you'll go there with me today, if you're like me and you've been praying about something, maybe praying for something for decades and you're still waiting, you're still wondering, I believe that sometimes when you're dealing with uncertainty on every front and layered up with those things that just don't seem to, the mountains that just don't seem to move, you have to just grant your permission to do something that we call in my household, just go cray. Give yourself permission to go cray. That's why this episode is called The Tiny Habit of Going Cray. Now, this is not in the traditional way. (laughs) In the last few months, with so much unrest and uncertainty layered on top of the personal uncertainties in my life, I, in just in the past week, I started to feel, the only word I can describe it is forsaken by God in my heart, which of course was directly in opposition to the reality of the fact that I know in my mind that I'm never forsaken. 
I mean, you and I are beloved of God. You were made for love by love himself and me too. We are never forsaken. But my heart was breaking again and again. And the weight of it felt severe. And these are the times where you really have to work hard with your tiny habits to respond in healthy ways and not unhealthy ways. And so I started asking God, what do I need to do to realign my heart and my mind and my body even? I mean, I was aching from heartbreak. And he answered me in a really curious way. He invited me to go come away with him into the prayer closet, and he reminded me of the death of Lazarus, as we read about in John 11, specifically in verse 33. If you have your Bible, you're not driving, I encourage you to turn there now and look at John 11:33, because it says that Jesus saw Mary weeping and the others who were with her wailing over the death of the one that they all loved. And the one who Jesus loved. I mean, Lazarus was very, very close with Jesus. And Jesus was deeply troubled. The scripture says he was crushed in his spirit. If you look at the word deeper in the original meaning, he was heartbroken. And I realized through this scripture... And many others in that moment in the prayer closet, God reminded me to just go back through the verses, go back through the word. You'll recognize this is a cultural habit of people who are gathered together. They weep and they wail and they groan and they share that sorrow together. When one member of the community or the tribe or the family is heartbroken or in distress, there would be a collective wailing that took place. Sometimes for days on end, they would gather together. Together and just wail and share the burden and share the sorrow. And so that morning in my prayer closet, God taught me to, to do this. I've never done this before, but he literally taught me how to just wail. And I cried and I groaned for all the hurt, for all the mothers who are weeping for their sons, weeping for their children, lost in the darkness of this world all the wives who long to be shared, to be cherished and treated as the treasures that they are, for everyone wondering how they might pay their rent, for my friends and my colleagues with loved ones in the hospital that might not come home, that they can't go and sit beside and sing to and hold their hands as they sleep and pray for recovery. They can't go see their loved ones in the hospital. And for all the first responders and the healthcare workers who are completely overwhelmed in every direction, And for those who are like one of my dearest friends who lost a loved one, I mean, he took his own life because of the stress caused by this pandemic. We really do have so much to just weep and wail about together. And my experience in the prayer closet that morning, I just, I had to take a pillow. I had to wail into a pillow just in case, because I didn't want to scare my neighbors. They, they're selling their house and I didn't want their, you know, their open house. So what is this wailing? So I just, I took a pillow and I just, I just wept and wailed. And within a few minutes, not long at all, it brought my heart and my mind to a place of release and back into alignment with our awesome God. I was able to just go cray, which in my household, that's what we call it. When you hit the prayer closet and you just go cry and pray and repeat, you get it? 
Go cray, cry, pray. Just cry, pray, and repeat. And it's become one of my favorite tiny habits. Just go cray for as long as you need to. Cry out with those who weep and mourn. Cry out for yourself and the heartache that you're trying to process through. It's okay. Don't let anybody tell you it's not. There's a time to be silent and gentle. But there's also a time to do, as the scripture says in Ecclesiastes 3, a time to mourn, to just cry, to weep and wail and accept our humanity. We were not designed to endure so much sorrow and trauma. And Jesus, fully God and fully man, he sees the weeping and the wailing, and he's also crushed in his heart. He joins in the weeping. He partners with us in that because it's part of our healing, and only God can heal a broken heart. And he knows we were designed to find our rest, our joy, our hope, and our healing in him. And just like Lazarus, the resurrection and the new life were on the way. But first, the tears. So I pray that today, if you need to, I pray that you'll just be gracious with yourself and give yourself permission to just go cray, go cry, go pray, repeat. Don't suppress or oppress yourself anymore by not taking the time that you need to feel and process what you're going through. And if you're doing pretty good, even great, please reach out to someone that you know might be feeling forsaken. Reach out, listen, weep. And accept God's invitation to shine his love and his light and his hope today for his glory. Well, thank you again so much for listening. And I do invite you to stop by juniefelix.com for a free download of one of my event bestsellers. It's The Gift of Sorrow. You'll also receive updates on the release of my upcoming project with my publisher, Nav Press. It's called Moving Forward. Tiny habits that lead from trauma to faith. And I also hope and pray that you will always remember to be brave, to be wise, to be present, to be mindful, to be faithful, and to be kind to yourself and others because you, you are so loved.